0: What's up, you guys? Steven Emilhausen here, combat sports writer for DAZN. Happy Thursday, January the fourteenth, two thousand and twenty-one. Writing solo today, no Daryl Rivera. Trying to get this wrestling stuff back together, and it's all on my end, and I greatly apologize for that. So, the goal—Daryl doesn't know this yet—but the goal is to get back to week. It's a couple days a week of wrestling podcasts for Raw's, AEW, SmackDown's, NXT's, pay-per-views. So that is the running plan as of right now. But let's fast forward to now. A loaded show today. But before we do all that, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. You can download, rate, review the podcast, subscribe. It's simple. Just type in the Walkway to Fight Club. Very simple. Walkway to Fight Club. Bam. There you go. All the interviews. It's a who's who. It, it really is, guys. It, this is no joke. Jon Moxley, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, the Young Bucks. We got Colby Covington. Oh, God. Tyron Woodley. You can ram the in here. The best of the best in boxing, MMA, and pro wrestling. And we're on every podcasting platform humanly possible iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon, you name it, we're there, you got Overcast, you got all these other ones that I've never even heard of. I was like looking through I was looking through right before I hit the record button and got people listening in India, Romania, the UK, of course, the United States of America, Canada. Thank you guys so much. It means a lot. It's greatly appreciated. It's ticking. It's getting ticking. We got some good feedback on the podcast. We, I, you know, that was done with Mike Bennett. So make sure you guys, it's simple. Download, rate, review, subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon, all your favorite podcasting platforms. It's simple. Walk away to Fight Club. Simple and to the point. A great podcast today. We will have the UFC. On ABC1 Headliners. Yes, the UFC on ABC1 Headliners. We start with Calvin Cater, and then we will flip it around to the former featherweight champion of the world, Max Holloway. They will meet Saturday. The UFC returns with their 2021 debut on Fight Island at Dodd Stadium out at Yas Island, Abu Dhabi. The UFC making their debut on ABC. I'm excited for that. I'm geeked. I'm pumped. I will have the live blog for you on zone.com forward slash news. So make sure you guys, it's simple. zone.com forward slash, this type in news. Bam. There you go. The main blog, the main card starts at 3 Eastern, 2 Central. Oh, noon Pacific. Man, in the Pacific guys. Noon Pacific. The only thing going on fight wise this weekend is some UFC. Next week it's. Basically, back to the gamut. If you really, if you think about it, you got we got Impact, the Impact Wrestling pay per view, which I'm going to watch, probably on a delay. You got Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers against the Impact, the Impact Heavyweight Champion Rich Swan and the Motor City Machine Guns. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. I will be watching Hard to Kill on pay per view, the AEW World Heavyweight Champion on the Impact Wrestling pay per view. Gotta love great times in pro wrestling. But we're going to yak to my thoughts about this weekend. I will give my pick for the co-main and the main event of the UFC on ABC show. We'll get into that. But first, here is Calvin Cater. And then we're going to go do a quick transition. We're going to go right into Max Holloway. I'll do a little bump, and then we'll say Max Holloway, and then we'll talk to Max and then I'll give my thoughts. Here is my interview with the top one of the top featherweights in the world. He'll be facing Max Holloway, UFC on ABC One, from part of the New England cartel. The one and only Calvin Cater. Hey, I'm doing good, Steve. Thank you. Happy New Year, yourself. Nah, I can't complain. And you know, before I we get we get into the fight and everything, I just wanted to ask you about uh, yesterday, because a lot of a lot of athletes have been commenting about what happened yesterday at the U.S. Capitol, and I just want to get your thoughts on what we saw on our TVs and on social media yesterday.
1: Yeah, just crazy times, man. It's it's, uh, it's sad to see uh, where we stand right now as a whole, and uh, you know, hopefully, we can get our act together and you know, be the the uh, you know the the where the country stands usually where at the head of the game you know showing being the leading light like the light poster is an example of how you, you know the American dream and things like that and right now it's almost as if we're the laughing stock of other countries and um, yeah it's just sad times to see that and it makes me almost you know think as I go to another country about the safety of like my family back home it's just uh, it's, it's, I don't want to be apart from them at, at times like this and I, it's yeah it's just crazy crazy times
0: is that a conversation you, you have you had that with your family, or is it something that you're still not too sure that you're going to do?
2: Conversation what
0: about what you were just talking about, like you know, a con- you know about you know making sure your family's safe and everything like that? Yeah, I,
1: I mean, then just it's definitely I, I have talked with them, making you know, I've been in touch with them since I've been out here. It's only been a day, but just. Just in constant contact. I know um, my mom's always watching the news. I tell her to stay off of it. Um, but, um, you know, just trying to just keep them even-keeled and not getting out the highs, low the lows. And, um, man, 2020 was a tough, a tough year, and uh, this one's not off to the best start. But uh, hopefully we can turn things around.
0: I agree with you on that. And I don't want to keep being like the bearer of bad news, but, Calvin, what happened to your Patriots, man? I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm oh,
1: what do you mean? They're, still, they're in the playoffs. The the, the New England Buccaneers. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking
0: about, man? <laughs> I had a feeling you'd say that.
1: Yeah, man. Gronkowski, Tom
2: Brady, Antonio Brown. I mean, I'm just glad we still got Edelman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, do you. Now, do you switch allegiances for the postseason, or are you gonna, are you, or are you just you're not gonna watch? Or are you gonna ride the New England Buccaneers to the Super Bowl?
1: No, I mean, as, a, as an athlete, how can you not, how can you hate on Tom Brady? You know, exactly. as, as an athlete, the, the, the change he's able to make—if it didn't serve him, um, you know—he he made the tough decision after two decades of, of you know giving the Patriots fans, the New England fans, uh, everything that you know—he's been an example of. Of what a cha- Ohio champion acts on and off the field for the last two decades, you know, it's been great for me uh, as an athlete to to witness that and and uh, just 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 witness that, and for him to make that difficult decision to make the leap, and uh, now to be doing as well as he is, how can you not root for the guy and uh, and hope to see him get his what seventh championship now? would Be unbelievable.
0: I'm a Brady fan as well, so I'm hope I'm definitely gonna, and I'm a Bears fan. I live I live in Chicago, so but i like tom brady on the side though i definitely do agree with that and you know this is hey quick
2: question sure. quick question what's your favorite deep from chicago
0: i am a Lou malnati's guy i know when the i know when you guys all right. i know when you guys come to town and i, I always praise dave when you, when you guys come to chicago and there's always Lou malnati's sitting for us right before the presser right before all the guys and girls start talking after the fights so I always have a deep deep love for Lumal Nades. I like it, man.
1: so I gone out there, I fought Lamas there and, and my whole family, you know, they usually come out and they scout the area first and uh they had recommended either uh you know the or a Lou Malnades and, and after the end I, I have to say I was a Lumal guy myself and even so much that this COVID uh, during the pandemic I think we actually ordered Ooh. some from there uh, to get delivered out pros and then we made some. So uh, you passed the test.
0: <laughs> it's good to be Calvin Cater, and I remember the fight with Lamas and, and I'll be more than honest; like a lot of people going into that fight, thought, "Oh, th- this is gonna be—it's gonna be a road—it's gonna be a good one for Ricardo. He's gonna get back on track, and he's gonna get back to the title." And and you st- you steamrolled him pretty easy. And, and that's when, to a lot of people, you got put on the map. And what is what has been the biggest difference in your game going from that fight to now? You're gonna be headlining on abc january
1: the 16th yeah just continue what i've always done man put in the work and uh good things will come man um just on a daily basis you do enough good things uh each day eventually one great thing will happen and and it's that compound effect so um, all i've just been doing is keep my head down put in the work and expecting um uh, you know good things to happen and and here we are. We got a main event, like you said, Max Holloway. And uh, on ABC, can't get much better than that.
0: Was that... Before the before this fight coming up, was that a career-defining fight for you, the Lama's fight, or was there another fight in your mind where you're like, okay, this is when I arrived?
1: I mean, that was up there, but um, definitely up there. But I, I do like... Uh, the debut was nice with Dealey just to get there, but that was on short notice. And uh, I felt like I really... The, the most special one, obviously, to me, was at home uh, in Boston at 2:20 when I had 10 weeks to prepare, and it was like my real debut uh, in the UFC. To everybody that's ever seen me compete locally, they weren't really able to make it to that um, to that Anaheim fight, and uh, and, and this was, and, and some of them almost—I don't know how many people knew about it. It was—it got out there, but to now actually go attend. You know, when you watch an event on UFC on TV, yeah. it's just different when you can see it live. And for them to come see it live, 220, in Boston against, uh, you know, 4-0 at the time, I want to say Shane Burgos in the UFC 10-0 uh, record, undefeated, uh, you know, tough fight. And uh, the way it worked out, getting the bonus out, that, that was the one for me where I felt like, um, you know, I let them know that that was my real debut and, and the one that's most special to me.
0: What do you make of everything right now? You, you look at, you know, 2020... Without a doubt, Calvin, the most wackiest year I, that I've ever experienced, and I can imagine the same for you as well, and you can, now you can jump right into 2021 in a very significant fight, and now you're going to ha- I saw today, there's going to be a limited number of fans being allowed at the show, and what does it mean just to have fans at the event? Does it get, get the juices flowing a little more, or do you just try to approach it, whether there's fans or not, you've got to treat it like any other fight?
1: Yeah, do there's fans and not, I try to treat it like any other fight, but it is a good, uh, you know, step in the right direction, ideally for eventually things at some level getting back to normal, you'd hope. You know, it's, it's good for the people to get, uh, you know, to have these opportunities, maybe not be so stir-crazy stuck inside, and um, hopefully, you know, with the vaccine coming out and uh, people are hopefully tw- uh, optimistic about 2021, fans in attendance, I know they just need more reasons to, to be excited to get let right out of the house. And do more
0: living you know so uh, i'm excited for for that you know i look at you know the loss is a beat and i look at how you rebound because some guys there's a very close fight they could have went either way and some fighter fighters take losses like that and they get despondent about them and you know and they let that affect their affect their performance inside the octagon and you seem like you you made the really the best out of the situation two dominant wins since then what do you? What did you take from that losses a beat and have brought it forward in these last two fights?
1: Just that the the moment wasn't too big. I just got to get. I had to get going a little earlier in that fight. But to me, the the pandemic started in November. You know, before the year twenty twenty started. So I came into the year hungry, and when the pandemic came, um, nothing was going to stop me in my head from from going out and just getting that taste out of my mouth and and just earning me more big moment opportunities. And uh, and I felt like I was able to do that. Fortunately, uh, during one of the toughest years for a lot of people, but that that goes with finding the silver lining in anything. And I think a, a mindset, a, a positive mindset, will help you get through uh, any setbacks. It's just it's on you to find you know the silver lining and to always try to find the reasons to show up and, and put in the work and, and find a way, not an excuse, you know. So. Uh, you know, that's credit to my team. They all stuck it out with me. They made changes. They, they stepped up uh, through the pandemic. They, you know, they made it happen for me as well. They were there for me. And uh, I'm just excited for all of us now to have, you know, to just to, to have these moments where hard work pays off and have these big opportunities. But, you know, we're not done yet. We're not complacent. It's just a great checkpoint. And, um, and, and it, it's a good chapter, man. But like I said, we're not done yet.
0: Two more questions, Calvin, and thank you so much for your time today. It's greatly appreciated. And, you know, everyone's talking about, oh, Max should have gotten a shot at Alex. It should have been the trilogy fight. And it seems like they're really overlooking the fact of, hey, he's got a very tough out here, a guy who's 22-4. and He's on one hell of a run, and... What do you make of a certain group of people overlooking you and more talking about Max and Alex, which to me is a disrespect to you and what you've done so far in the UFC?
1: Yeah, keep overlooking me. Uh, you know, I prefer it. I like the underdog role. Uh, I've been overlooked my whole career. Uh, I've been the I've been underdog most of my career, and uh, I've been counted out more times than I can count but um, I remember in Chicago not one person, not one media member went up to me and said one question and then the next fight on the main event and there's a line, you know, to the end of the, to the uh, there's a, a huge line of people waiting in line, you know, news to talk to me so I appreciate those moments where I'm overlooked and, and for me it was nice, I didn't have to, you know, I didn't have to work, I had to do an interview, I'm like this is great, appreciate this moment because it's not going to always be like this and sure as shit, you know, the next fight for the main event and and you just you know go along, find ways to get a chip on your shoulder to go out and, and you know help help the cause to, to go out and do what you got to do. And uh, I feel like I feel like um, I'm able to do that, especially through this pandemic. I think we're all able to, but we can't get we can't get overwhelmed with all the setbacks. We gotta always you know keep the vision forward and uh, and and always march forward. Like they say, man, at worst case, fall forward. You know, if you're gonna fail, fall
2: forward.
0: Do you use that as a sort a few of, fuel of- that moment with the Lamas fight, did you did you use that? do you use that as fuel of motivation going forward? Just remembering that particular moment.
1: Yeah, I use everything as fuel, man. I'm telling you, it could be it could be the smallest thing to some people, but it'll be the biggest thing to me. I remember in that moment, you know, just we have a time lapse of it actually, just me sitting there and every media member walking around, walking by me, and I don't, I'm not, you know, it is what it is, and and. I appreciate adversity. I appreciate setbacks. They, you know, you grow in those moments. And uh, and for me, I've always dug deep. I, like I said, I feel like my mentality sets me apart from these guys. I think I deal with setbacks better than them. And what year to be, uh, you know, what, what year has more setbacks than 2020? So, I feel like it's allowed to cream the rise of the top. And uh, it's afforded me the big opportunities that I now have in front of me.
0: And we'll end with this. You talked about the big opportunity and when you envision this the fight in your head how do you win the fight coming up on january 16th live and only on live on abc and espn plus
1: yeah it's great to hear those words man but i, I always just like to envision myself just getting my hand raised um you know however that however that happens um you know it's gonna happen but I take what max gives me we know what type of fighter he is you know what types of fighter i am so can have your uh, predictions. But for me, as long as I get my hand raised in the end, that's all I care about. I'm just chasing that
0: life on, on the other side of a win. Well, Calvin, this has definitely been a pleasure. This is the first time we formally have chatted for more than about three, four minutes. So thank you so much for the time today. It definitely means a lot, my friend. Anyway. The best of luck January 16th. Bring home that victory. And hopefully we can get some fights here in 2021, and you'll fight in Chicago, and we can have some Lou Malnati's.
2: I love that, man.
1: Looking
0: forward to it. I all right, Calvin, take it easy. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Thank you to Calvin Cater for the time. And now let's transition to the former UFC featherweight champion of the world, Max Holloway. Max, how are you, my friend? i am been good, boss. How are you doing, dude? I'm good. Happy, happy. Well, Max will say, happy new year. Happy 21. Happy 22, my friend.
2: Yeah,
0: you too, bro. Happy new year. Uh, I... Max, I started the same conversation with Calvin, and I want to start the same with you. And I got Calvin's thoughts about what happened yesterday at the U.S. Capitol, and I just wanted to get your quick thoughts on what you've seen on TV and what you've seen on social media yesterday.
2: Uh, I mean, it's craziness, bro. I mean, um, it was just uh, – that's all I can say.
0: Are you in Abu Dhabi yet, or are you still in Hawaii? Uh, I'm in Vegas. Oh, you're in Vegas. Okay, okay, okay. Because Kelvin had said he had talked to his family about everything that was going on, and just to tell them to be safe and be careful. Is that a message you've given to your family as well, just to be safe, be careful, and check that to happen? Yeah, you
2: know, I, 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 made my, I made my rounds of catching people. Even in the area that I knew, or even people at home, just making calls and stuff and just telling everybody to stay safe, you know. It's just, just what a wild time, man. It's it's, it's, it's insane. The things that was, social media and stuff was going on, you know, with the whole thing, and uh, it's just insane.
0: No, I couldn't agree more. I think we're all in agreement on what happened. What happened was insane, and... A couple of big things going on in your life, Max, not even including the big fight coming up, and first of all, happy birthday to your happy birthday to your son, I hope everything was fantastic with him, and you got engaged recently, so I want to give you a big congratulations on that as well.
2: Thank you, Russ, thank you.
0: Now, let's turn around and we'll get into the fight and everything, and everything surrounding the fight, and just, you fought only one time in 2020, and it, what, the result wasn't what you wanted it to be, and... How disappointing was it for you to only to be able to get one fight in last year?
2: Um, you know, uh, you know, you're talking to a guy who, who usually fight three to four times yep. in a year, so, you know, it's kind of, it, it was kind of, you know, frustrating at times, but, in disguise, you know, we had, we had, a little bit of a go ahead, take care of that, uh, and, um, now we're it, now it's the new year, 2021, and, um, I
0: can't wait to go out there, uh, come next to Chad and uh, go do my thing. Do you feel what is the, Do you feel close to 100% Max? Or are you, or, and those injuries are now finally all the injuries that have piled up over the years. You feel pretty close to A-OK. I feel great. I feel good. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait to fight, man. Everything went good. Everything went great. We
2: got to uh, hash a lot of stuff out and uh, uh, showtime.
0: You know, the company formally, it was announced, everyone kind of knew last week what was going to, the fight was going to be on ABC, but it was made official earlier this week, and what does that just mean to you, you know, because, you know, you guys used to fight on Fox, but, you know, ABC, big deal, more homes than Fox, what does it mean to you to be headlining the first UFC event on ABC?
2: Thing, man. What can I say? I'm grateful. I'm blessed. Um, I, 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 I can't really say that much, you know. it's just, what a time, you know, what a time to be alive. It's crazy, you know. I got to be a part of these, a, 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 a part of big things that happened in UFC. Like if you look at my history, I got to be a part of some big stuff with the UFC. So being this, this this is special. This cool. Uh, like you said, more homes. You know, we get to be in and. Um, we're going against all the sports like NFL playoffs and stuff and and even basketball. It's, it's primetime in the morning. It's a primetime morning. It's like a primetime morning game, so I can't wait. And I can't wait. I can't wait to introduce uh, people to the sport. And I'm um, uh, going out there and uh, doing it in a good way. i believe.
0: You know, you've done a lot of great things, and you know it's amazing how long you've already been in this sport. And a lot of people forget you're, you're still a young buck in the game, and you were in this sport before you can even – we even allowed to drink alcohol legally. Well, this, when you look back on every, you, you, I know, it's just like so weird to think about. And when you look at everything, I know your nickname is bust but do you have to pinch yourself once in a while and be like, man, I just keep accomplishing one big thing after another. And it's quite amazing. I, uh, you know, I mean, it's crazy. Like what you said, you know,
2: people, people forget how young I am, period. You know, I was in the, oh, I got I did my UFC debut when uh, when I was twenty, like you said, in it. and I, and it was in a casino. Right? I had to walk straight to the hotel, <laughs> straight back to the hotel after the fight. You know, the time, you know, straight back to my room. So it was like it was no fun. But uh, yeah, you know, it's it's crazy. You know, but I always say this going through my career is like I never ever focus on what. I'm doing, or what's been going on right now. You know, the main focus is always the next thing. Because when I'm done, when I'm retired, and I can sit back and relax and I can enjoy, it, that's that's the time you talk about it, and that's the time you pinch yourself because if you get lost if you if you get lost in that doing that now. That's lost time, you know. So for right now, it's just on the main goal, the big goal, and now um, continue to leave a legacy. You know.
0: I think you're a, a really fascinating follow on social media because I follow you on Instagram and I follow you on Twitter. And now saying this to my wife before I came down to interview you, and the one thing I find so amazing about you is that the, a good chunk of your social media posts have nothing to do with fighting and it has all to do with your son and it, all, and it has to do with your fiancé. How, how, important, how important is family to you? Uh, they don't call me the daddest man on the planet for nothing,
2: you know? BC, <laughs> if you want to fight for that title, you know where to find me. Get, get your butt out of retirement, and we can make this happen. You know who the real money fight is, D C And you know who the real daddest man on the planet is? You're eating everything I've worked for, Daniel Corbier, so you need to see me. But uh, all jokes aside, man, you know, I, I it, it, it's huge, you know, it's huge, you know, it, it's super huge to me, um, you know, I get, you know, my family, my fiance, my fiance got me into surfing, she's a professional surfer, and then, you know, gaming, me and my son can really phone over gaming, and I, I stream gaming, he knows I stream on Facebook, Facebook, I'm with Facebook gaming, and he knows I stream on there, so it's just it is a cool way to, to show people my bond with my fiance, and my son, and, you know, let them see a
0: little more life. How much do you, outside of, when you're not fighting, how much do you really think about fighting?
2: Uh, like, like, uh, like, zero. I, I you, you're talking to a guy that, uh, I don't really watch fights. Okay. No? Like, I, I, I don't, I don't like, you know, like even when I'm, even my stream, uh, in my stream, we have a command about fight talk. Like I don't really talk about fighting when I'm stringing. So it's uh it it's just I uh, you know, I like it, you know, it's like it's like your friends actually you was know, like, Oh, how did that interview go on with so and so? They keep an there <laughs> you know, gets kinda annoying I to say, you know, it's just like any regular work guy I like I tell my friends, like you know, they ask me about fights, or they ask me about opinions and stuff, and
0: then I ask them, like,
2: some of them are construction
0: worker I ask them, so how's the concrete you guys are using, you know, so <laughs> he's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. He's like, exactly. No, I. I couldn't agree more because it does get when oh, like I hit, a, I got a lot of buddies and they're all fight fans, and I was telling one guy, I'm talking to you, and he's like, oh yeah, let me know how it goes, and I'm like, I probably won't. <laughs> I'm like, well, I probably won't. You'll have to read the article <laughs> next week. But in a couple more questions, Max, and thank you for the time today. It's really appreciated. And, you know, there was a lot of thank you, a lot of talk so- centered on you not getting the trilogy fight and you getting the fight with Calvin. And was there any disappointment from you at all that you didn't get that fight? Or do you feel like, you know what, I need to take a step back, you know, let me get a win and then get my get the energy back up, and then I can go fight for the belt coming up sometime this year?
2: Nah, man, it is what it was. It's none of those things. Uh, I'm a fighter, you know. If it was a bell fight, I, I would have took the bell fight. And if, it, if they came with Cater, I'm going to take Cater. Whoever it is, uh, I'm a fighter, like I said, you know. It's, uh, no, 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 I don't know God, I want to fight, you know. my, You know, I told you guys, you know, I got that moment mentality. I'll fight somebody a hundred times just to prove to you that I am the better guy. That's just, that's just the way I am. That's the way I'm built. And um, that's just the way I approach things, you know. I, I, I didn't take it too hard with anything, you know, UFC. I don't, I, I don't pick a fight, you know what I mean? We don't really pick fights. UFC no deal with us because who we fighting, they send the contract, I sign it, we uh, read it, we send it back, signed, and then uh, we get ready for it.
0: And two more questions, Max. and Yeah. What would mean more to you on a personal level, if you emerge victorious next weekend? Would it be the trilogy fight with Alex, or would it be a rematch with either Dustin or Conor? Um, you know, any,
2: uh, any of the fights, you know, excite me. Any of the fights, matter of fact, are under me, you know. It's, uh, it's, uh, all those fights big fights, so, you know, I, I'm just excited. You know, first thing first cater. Uh, is on the top of the block, and, uh, you know, after Saturday, you know, hopefully
0: we get an interview, you guys can ask me that question then. You know, right now I'm focused on uh, cater, uh, you know, and we'll uh, go from there. Fair. Absolutely. 100%. Wise. When you envision the fight coming up on January 16th live on ABC and ESPN+, how do you envision beating Calvin Cater?
2: Man. Just go out there, do what I do best, have fun, have the time of my life, and uh, I just want to go out there and just, you know, my mindset is go out there and just show my family, show my coaches, show my fans what I've been doing for the last six weeks in camp, and um, I'm so, I'm so excited for that. I can't know. You gotta tune in. And it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be a show. I promise you guys that. Um, it's gonna be. It's going to be a great one, you know. ABC is uh is in for a treat. And uh, if you're trying to get somebody that is just not into MMA or the sport of mixed martial arts, their first time watching or this and that, or trying to become make them become a lifetime fan, try to tune in next week Saturday. And, and uh, I'll
0: do the rest for you. He'll be facing Calvin Cater in the main event. UFC makes their debut on ABC Saturday, January the 16th out at Yas Island in Abu Dhabi at Edita Arena, the first of three shows for the UFC going back to Abu Dhabi. Max, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much for the time. Best of luck next Saturday. Bring home that victory. And you know what? When I talk to DC next week, I'm going to tell them you guys need to get it on in 2022. Please tell
2: them because that guy
0: is being more of me. <laughs> I definitely will, Max. Take it easy, buddy. Take
2: it easy, buddy. Thanks,
0: Steve. All right. Thank you, Chris thank you to Max Holloway for the time and Calvin Cater at the beginning of the podcast. I am looking forward to that fight coming up Saturday live on ABC from Fight Island at Ididod Stadium in Yas Island, Abu Dhabi. 3 Eastern, 2 Central, and noon Pacific. I love me when a fight card starts that early. Absolutely <laughs> fantastic it is great for us so definitely i want to thank abc i want to thank the ufc they must have gotten my constant emails and my badgering be like let's give us some earlier fight times It's the one thing i love about the zone and you know the zone going global is the fact that we're getting a, like earlier start times look at the ryan garcia look at that fight you know you look at now what's in flux? The January thirtieth card that was supposed to feature Sergey Kovalev, Kovalev tested positive for a banned substance. What an idiot! That's for another conversation, and that'll be coming up within the next couple. They'll sometime next week. We'll get into that a little bit more, but let's focus on this card. Let's just talk about the two main, uh, the co-main and the main event. The co-main event, two OGs, former. Interim welterweight champion Carlos Condit against Matt Brown. I love this fight. This fight is amazing. And this is why. Because you know what you're getting. These guys aren't going to the ground. Let's just be honest. Let's be realistic about it. They're going to stay in there, and they're going to go to war. I love this fight. I don't care that Carlos Condit's only won one out of his last seven. I don't care that Matt Brown has lost some fights recently. I know what I'm gonna, going to get from these guys. Condon on the last fight of his contract. Could this be the end for both guys? You got to look at that, too. This could be the retirement fight for both guys. This is a fight the fans and the UFC have wanted for a very long time. Every time it felt like this fight was going to get made or it would be made official, we wouldn't get it. Now we're getting it. We're two days away. I am so looking forward to it. And we will be you guys actually I say two days away. you guys because I'm recording this on Thursday. This will be out tomorrow morning on Friday morning. So one day away when you listen on Friday. but I'm so looking forward to this fight. I think it's a great fight. It's a tailor-made fight for both guys. It's a fan-friendly fight. This is a fight where you get fans to tune in. You're sitting there on a Saturday afternoon, and you're watching, and you get to watch fights. ABC over 110 million homes. Great platform, ABC, ESPN, pubbing this card hard, and I think that also shows Disney's confidence in the UFC. Because the, like it or not, but the UFC had a great 2020, and you can say what you want about wanting to stage fights during a pandemic and trying to hold a card on a tribal land in Calo in Lemoore, California. You can say all that, but and don't get me wrong, it was pretty shady. It's pretty deplorable. But the one thing you can take away, the UFC provided entertainment during a tra- during a really tragic time for our country. And for the world. And let's just be blunt and honest about it. I give them a ton of credit. You have to. Like it or not. Yes, do they treat fighters horribly? For the most part, yeah. The fight These fighters should be paid a lot more. Calvin, you look at Cater, you look at Holloway, you look at Matt Brown, you look at Carlos Condit. These guys should be getting paid. And are leaving the country. They're going through rigorous testing for COVID. These guys are laying it out on a line. So but that's for another conversation. But I love the idea. Network TV. Remember worldwide of sports. Boxing used to be on during the day on Saturday afternoons. Oh my god. I remember being a little kid watching that stuff with my dad. It's all I got into boxing so much was the fact that Boxing on ABC, Tuesday Night Fights on USA. That's how I got my start in boxing. Network TV. Same thing, I became a wrestling fan. WWE used to be on Superstars, on Fox. Wrestling Challenge on Fox. Old Channel 32 here in Chicago. So it's, you know, network TV serves purposes. When you go into 2021... And this is I think we should see more cards. I think this card's going to do well. It's the first time you got a really good main event. Two guys that you know want to stand and bang and trade in the headliner. You get the same thing in the coal main. You're gonna get you get a war there, everyone's talking, the word of mouth, people are gonna turn it on. You're gonna naturally turn it on, you're gonna see guys and girls punching each other in the face. And I hate when Dana says it, but he's right. Fighting is in all of our DNA. Like it or not. You may not admit it, and that's cool. But, man. But Condit, Brown, it's going to be a banger. I'm going to go Carlos Condit. I like how Condit looked the last time out. I think he gets it done. I think Condit has another run. I really, really do. I And I like, I like Matt Brown. I think Matt Brown's great. I just... Matt Brown had a little bit of a good stretch a couple years back, and then he didn't fight. He retired. He came back. I feel like once – I don't care what it is in any sport. Once you retire and you try to come back, I think you're just never the same. That's just me. You know, Then you look at the main event. It cater's on a roll. Cater's won back-to-back fights. He's 6-2 and two in the UFC. You look at Max Holloway. He's lost back-to-back fights to the current featherweight champion, Alexander Volkanovsky. This is a must win fight for Max. Plain and simple. No ifs, no ands, no buts about it. Must win situation here for Max Holloway. Can he get it done? That's going to be the million dollar question. Can he get it done? I don't know. I think that's a really, it's an issue you really have to look at here. Can he get it done? Has something been taken out of him? Can he rebound? You know, I think that war with the Ortega a couple of years back really just took something out of him that many people don't want to... I'm not saying they don't want to admit, but it just seems like something was taken out of Max Holloway from that fight with Brian Ortega. Because he lost to Volkanovski. And I like one thing he is doing, though, is the fact that he's not... How do I say it? He's not sparring anymore. Which I think helps him. It keeps him fresh. Yes, I, that second fight with Volkanovski was close. I had Volkanovski winning, but it could have won either way. It really could have. You, and there's a case you could have made for Max. There's a case you could have made for Volkanovski. I won Volkanovski, but you can't. I thought Alex won the first three rounds, and I thought Max came back with a strong fourth and fifth. They could. You, the UFC could have won the trilogy route, but it was hard when Max lost both fights. And now, to me, this fight—the winner will face the—the winner will get whoever wins between Volkanovski and Ortega, which I'm hearing is likely to be in April. So you have to look at it that way. So you're looking at maybe August, maybe September. So I think a little bit of time gap. Maybe the winner takes another fight. I'm not too sure. But this is a bigger, like it took a it's a big fight for, for Holly, but this is a bigger fight for Cater. You went from a guy who, and he told me this, and this is the angle I'm going with for my article, for my feature on Calvin Cater. When he made his, when he debuted against Ricardo Lamas, I'll admit and I even said it to him. I didn't think he had a chance. I thought you were going to get wiped out. He did it. Oh, of course, my three-year-old, my 18-month-old. Well, back to sleep back to sleep, but you look at it as, (laughs) this totally lost my train of thought, from no media talking to him, to now being the darling of the ball, he's now the guy, the person everyone wants to dance with, and talk to, so you know, I think there's, this is a bigger fight for Cater. He's never been in this prime position where he's been in main events, but not to this marquee. Max has been here before. He's done this dance. It is a big fight. I think this is going five. I think it's going to be a war. This is a great way to kick off 2020, 2021, I mean. And it leads to, and also a kind of a way in an infomercial for Conor UFC 257 headlined by Conor McGregor against Dustin Poirier. And we will be talking to Dustin Poirier and Michael Chandler next week. Just a little teaser out there for for all you guys and maybe I'm going to throw in another surprise as well because I think I think next week is going to be awesome and it's always good to have Conor McGregor back and you can always get you always feel that anticipation with a Conor McGregor fight week. But I'm going to go with Max Holloway. I think Max somehow gets it done. It's going to be a close fight, though. This is going to be a rock'em, sock'em, Robots. I think it's going to be a five-war extravaganza. So hunker back, grab the beers, the soda pops, the water, grab the snacks. Make sure you go to the bathroom right after Condit Brown, because that's going to be a war, too. Strap it in and just have fun and just watch the fights. But you can find me. On Twitter at s jr, you can find the Walkway to Fight Club. We have a Twitter. It's at Walkway Fight. Also on Instagram, Walkway to Fight Club, all case letters. And also we have a Facebook page, facebook.com. Just type in the Walkway to Fight Club. For some reason the uh, URL is acting funky. So, but it is the Walkway to Fight Club. Just hit the search tab on Facebook. Just type in Walkway to Fight Club, and there you go. And also download, rate, review, and subscribe. Walkway to Fight Club, all the past great interviews: John Moxley, the Young Bucks, Chris Jericho, Colby Covington. I can keep going on and on and on and on. Drew McIntyre, I, I can just really keep going, guys. We can go for days. Everyone I that is on the podcast docket. So, but just download, rate, review, subscribe, leave a review, give me five, give the podcast five stars, shoots me up, shoots the podcast up in the rankings. The world is watching. The world is listening. So, thank you guys so much. But, thank you to Max Holloway. Thank you to Calvin Cater. The best of luck to those guys. This coming Saturday, UFC on ABC One. Next week, I will be one edition of the podcast. We'll have Dustin Poirier and Michael Chandler. Dustin Poirier facing Conor McGregor at UFC 257. And Michael Chandler makes his highly anticipated UFC debut in the co feature of that same card against top lightweight Dan Hooker. An exciting card. We'll have some other stuff coming up next week. But for next time, this is Stephen Mielhausen and I'll talk to you guys next time.